This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share a powerful word with you that I believe will be an inspiration to your life, and it's simply this, that you are geographically anointed to be prosperous and successful. Oh yes, as Christians, as children of the Lord, prosperity and our success are ours in every area of our life. I love sharing this theme today because oftentimes, We don't feel prosperous and we don't feel successful geographically and we want to run from that place because from our point of view, we aren't prosperous. We aren't successful. We aren't making the money we want to make. We aren't making the relationships and the connections that we want to make. Oh yes, our spouse is unhappy. Our children is unhappy. Oh yes, things are happening that make it seem like This is not where God wants us to be. But as a child of God, I want to declare to you that if you're in God's will, and I love sharing this thing because sometimes we don't think, most of the time we don't think like God thinks. What's good to him is not good to us. And sometimes what's good to us is not good to him. And so we've got to stay connected to the thing, one of the things that keeps us in the will of the Lord is to know his voice. And I'm going to say it now and tell you again later, the things you got to do to be prosperous and successful in the Lord. You got to say what God is telling you every day. You got to think it every day. And then you got to obey it every day. You got to say it, think it, and do it. It's very important to be geographically successful and prosperous. There are many people who are have what I call a false sense of prosperity and success. They look prosperous and successful based on Satan's definition, on cultural definitions. And that's always our challenge as children of God living in a world of people who do not believe in God. They do not study God's word. They do not have a relationship with God. They have not experienced the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But they have other gods. They have Satan. They have his followers. They have demonic angels. They're listening to their flesh. That's another challenge to the anointing of God in our life is our flesh, whether we are a believer or non-believer. Asked Adam and Eve, if they were were here today to talk to us, they would tell us, don't listen to Satan. Don't listen to the talking snake. Listen to the living God. Don't challenge what God says and experiment. Think different than how God is thinking. But think how God thinks. Say what he says. Do what he's telling you to do, despite the circumstances, the situation, because sometimes it's difficult emotionally, physically, 
Oh, yeah, our pride gets hurt to stay in the perfected will of God. But, beloveds, I'm a witness, and I, and I, and I, I teach this not because I have to, but I am persuaded that there is geographical anointing to be prosperous and successful. And it takes you to be strong. It takes you to be courageous. You got to face the facts and the reality of what God is asking you to do. Don't give up. Because I'm a witness if you hold on, a change is going to come. Your presence in a place long enough will bring about the outpour of God in that place. You know, sometimes people are asking for revival. They're asking for the outpour of the Lord. What God will do, he will put police, place people in places. He will build up buildings and, and, and create an atmosphere for the anointing of God to feel. He will cause homes to be sold to the right people in the right areas. Oh yes, God positions his people for his purpose. And if you are a child of God, he will use you and bless you. I've seen situations where God, when God's people have become disobedient for him to use the unrighteous. <laughs> That's why God says the wealth of the wicked belongs to the righteous. God will take something from wicked people and give it to his people so that his will can be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let me quickly here go to the scripture and show you more of this theme of you having to say it, think it, and do it. Say it, think it, and do it. When it comes to the will of God, in order for you to be geographically blessed, and anointed to be prosperous and successful. I take this theme out of Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 through 9, and I'll read all of it. Uh, it's full of many nuggets of truth. And, and today I just want to focus on that one theme of saying it, thinking it, and doing it. Joshua 1, starting at verse 6. God is talking to Joshua, the leader. Of Israel, He said, be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn, Joshua, from it to the right hand and to the left. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'll stop reading there, but you'll see two phrases in this text that talks about geographical anointing. And geographical anointing is just simply God's empowerment to perform his will in that place. He says first in verse number 
7. He said that you may prosper wherever you go. And in verse 9, it says, God is with you wherever you go. Geographically, when we move, God moves with us, dear hearts. When God tells you to leave that job and go to another, he leaves with you and goes to that new job. When God tells you to let go of that spouse that no longer wants you, that have committed adultery, committed sin, when you leave that marriage, God is going to leave with you. And then if you decide to marry again, he'll enter that next one. You know why? Because you're in the plan and the will of God for your life. If it's God's will, it's his bill. It's up to him to pay the price to get you what you need. To be successful in that place for him. To give him the glory. <laughs> Beloved, it's, a, it's about God. It's not about us. I know we want to... St- to take control and drive. But God wants to drive our lives into a direction that will tear down Satan's kingdom, raise his kingdom up, and cause you to be prosperous and successful all at the same time. I know this is confusing for Satan because he wants us to come out, come out of the battle beaten down, emotionally broken. He wants us to come out of the battle broke and disgusted. He wants us to come out of the battle bound and scarred up without any healing coming to our lives. But I want you to know God will not take you down without bringing you up and out of that situation (laughs) with everything you need. Oh, yes, when you go to battle, a lot of things will happen to you, but God is there. So let me... Get to that part of the scripture that talks about saying it, thinking it, and doing it. Joshua 1 and 8 said, But this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do all according to all that is written in it. He says, Let it not depart from your mouth. In other words, talk it, talk it, talk about it, read it, write it down. And say it out loud. It's something about saying things out loud that affects our heart. It affects our thinking. In Proverbs 23 and 7, he says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. To put something in your heart, you got to say it. Say it. Speak it to your mind. And as it gets into your mind and then flows down to your heart. And then your actions follow. Something about saying it, saying it out loud. You preach to yourself. Oh, yes. And it says in this text, to de- let it not depart of your, out of your mouth, but you shall meditate. What is meditation? It's thinking. It's saying it. It enters your brain, and then you just think about it. And as you think about it, it's something about thinking. It begins to release understanding and clarity. I share one of the secrets of my life. I guess it's no longer a secret now, but I call it meditation vacations. If I go on seven days of medic uh, vacation, at least three to four of those days are days where I just spend thinking about what God is saying to me, what he's saying for my life. The other days I then try to stop thinking. It's not 
easy, but then I go play golf. Oh, yeah, I go for a tour in that area. Oh, yes, I go for a walk. I go on a hike. I, I take a bike ride. But during that time, I'm anxious to get back to meditation, thinking about it. I've said it to myself. Now I'm thinking about it. And then I got to prepare to do it. What I love about meditation is that it is if you think about it long enough, you begin to understand what God says. And after a while, it starts to make sense. And you have no other choice but to do what you said, thought about, prayed about, meditated about. It's like, let's do it. I'm ready. God knew if Joshua could just think about it long enough that he would eventually want to do what God called him to do. And you that know the life of Joshua, not only did Joshua accept the plan of God, he was able to complete God's call to get the Israelites into their promised land. He did what God told him to do. He divided up the land to 12 tribes of complaining people, people who had a lot of issues, but they were still blessed. God knows what we can handle, beloveds. You are geographically anointed. Beloveds, say it, think it and do it. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you all next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.